And it's gotta be All right, guys. So this is Professor Bill Riddick again here. We're here to uh, part two of our charrette. I don't know what that is. It's a word that I made up. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about stuff. <laughs> We're talking about the brand new movie, The Best of Enemies, or Best of Enemies, uh, featuring um, Taraji P. Henson, as well as Justin Hammer, I mean, Sam Rockwell, <laughs> We've got two opposing sides here. We've got uh, the uh, Black Empowerment Movement represented there with Mr. Chuck Taylor. We've got the NAACP represented with uh, Mr. Frank Puna here, our, our guest for tonight. Uh, obviously, they're both black because the KKK wouldn't show up and be a part of this. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into the uh, spoiler review, sir. What do you think about this movie? Uh, well, I think. Um, well, if you watch our our non spoiler review, we're gonna talk a little bit. Of, that's gonna we're gonna regurgitate that a little bit. So it'll be be it'll be okay. We'll get a little more detail. But basically, I I I think the movie had, I guess, it was good and and bad. You know, it had its good moments and its bad moments in, in there. And I and I see they were trying to show a story um, to really show how people can grow and change no matter how far of the opposite spectrum they're on. Um, I think the acting uh, with the two main characters, the two leads in here were, was, was awesome. You definitely can feel um, both sides and definitely see um, the passion in both of them um, as, you know, throughout the story, throughout the movie. Um but I guess the biggest thing that I just didn't, well, the biggest thing that I could see was that they, they still took, they still basically followed the same cookie cutter sheet they've been doing for the last, I guess, few movies that they've done with a lot of the historical racist um, movies. Um, they basically, they show really one side. Of, they really develop one character a lot more than the other one. And they kind of, you kind of see the the arc of that the the other character, especially when with the white the white character. Let me say that the white characters they get more of an arc in a lot of their movies. So you see their change and their development on how they became, you know, however it ends. Um, and not a lot of times, especially on this one, um, they didn't really give her arc. Um, Taraji's character, they gave her you no. Know, she was basically the same person at the beginning of the movie. She wasn't in the movie. You know, I mean, yes, they became friends and things. I think her views changed, but basically what I got, she didn't really, I didn't really know, I didn't really learn a lot about her. Um, I guess maybe the time, they, it may, it may, um, may have cut a lot of her, her story or her portion out of the movie from time constraints. I know a lot of times that happens when they edit the movie. You know, mm -hmm. you have a great movie showing, but it's like, you know, almost three hours, so we got to cut it down, got to cut it down, and we really want to show this message of how, this person changed. And I understand that they want to show the art of the um, Klansman guy. Uh, what's his name? Um, CP Ellis. CP. I'm going to CP. They want to call they wanted CP so we know basically how he, why would that type of person ever side with, with the person that he's supposed to hate, that's supposed to hate. Um, and really kind of dissect him and really show um why how a person became that way and that they're not necessarily 
evil and everything, but they just have skewed views of, of life and uh, what they think is fair. And I guess the main, one thing that I could, a movie that I can say that does a good job of showing both sides um, is uh, Remember the Titans. That's like one of my favorite movies. And I just remember the scene like when you saw the black players and the white players, like when they're in the room and you just see them basically going right at each other and like basically both telling each other how they feel about each other, but both also being able to hear and understand the other person's point of view and being able to see them grow. And then it comes becomes a friendship. It's basically the two captains of the team. So it kind of reminded me of her and, and, um, and CP um, in this movie. Like they both had to be locked in the room and both were the heads of their people and had to, you know, come to a, some type of agreement. And then they become friends out because, you know, we don't, we're not really that different when you break everything down. We just, you know, the world and people that we hang around and stereotypes, all that stuff messes us up a lot of times, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the sad thing about the human race. We let everything else dictate how we're going to treat each other. Uh, we don't look at each other just as human beings. I mean, you look at two kids that are different races, they'll play with each other. They don't have no problem with it. But as soon as the parents get around, that's when you start seeing them make their change. Oh, don't, don't touch them. Don't talk to those people. Those people are this. And, we put our prejudices on, but I definitely think on that movie you were able to see both sides, and and equally you were able to see them equally. And then you got to see the transition. You got to see the hard things that happened to make them become friends. Like when they were um, just on Remember Titans one time when <clears throat> when you saw them in the training camp sequence, and they're like working hard, and they're like basically you're having to run gashers all day just because they can't get along. And then finally it breaks them like, okay, we got to come to an agreement because I can't run these gashers every single day again, <laughs> man. Like, so we're going to have to do something. How can we help you? How can we work as a team? And basically, you know, bringing those two sides together and, make, and forcing them to, you know, uh, make a decision to afford a greater good. And you got to see all the different little stories. Even when they got back to school, how they start taking up for each other and friendships develop on this one. It was rushed. You didn't see a lot of the, the, why, why, why were they such, why did they become such a good friends by the end of the movie? Why was she speaking at his eulogy? You know, I know they, 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 they didn't give us all, they couldn't give us all the details, but it doesn't seem that that those little sessions that they had would have made that big of an impact that they would be that close of friends at the end of it. You know, it seemed like it had some life, some real true stuff that happened that made them like, okay, I want, like, I really care about this person now. You know, yeah. just sitting in a room with them meeting for a couple weeks doesn't seem like it would do that. So I think that's one thing that the writer and director may miss. They should have brought some of those heartstring moments to really show why they care about each other um, in the I film. Guess, I guess with myself, I didn't really get the impression that they were uh, close by the end of the movie. I think that's something that happened like over time. Like that's something that we don't see. You know, I mm -hmm. think by the end of the movie that they were able to come to an agreement, uh, and from that agreement, then they was able to grow. You know, from there, those things that you know that happened over the course of probably you know ten, twenty, thirty years. Yeah, I, I guess it just was hard to kind of see some of that in the film. So I think that's that would have been they would have brought some of those stories, maybe some of the other points of view, seeing how they came together on certain issues, um, mm. <clears throat> had those type of moments so the audience really understand. Because we only get to see, see these characters for about two hours. So we're supposed to just, oh, okay, all this magically happens and everything's good and I feel happy now. It's like, you know, <laughs> it needs to be 
with this type of story it needs to be developed a little bit better. So I think they need to stop really rushing. They need to make sure they slow down and show you the grit and the earth and you know the stuff that you don't that nobody really wants to talk about. You know, maybe him standing up and you know really going after his his party and really changing his ways with Taraji there type of thing. Like I don't know, maybe they just should have had more moments like that in the movie. But what about you? Okay. Well, this Puna, are you there, sir? I see the hey, camera is on. Oh, okay. I, I was scared of catching you. Good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sir. What do you think about this? So this is the spoiler review, sir. So feel free to go ahead and uh, say everything that you want to say. And of course, do not follow Chuck's uh, example. Make sure to try to keep it at five minutes. Hey, you never gave us a time limit. Hey. <laughs> It's only like yeah, for sure. Two. <laughs> okay, I'm on camera now. No, you yes, good. Okay, great. All right, yeah, man. Um, yeah, you know, based on the true story movies, um, to me, uh, for over the years, it's been difficult for me to watch because I always come in with the angle of, um. You know, you have the, the true story itself and how it's told by the actual people that went through those events. But, you know, when it turns into a movie, it becomes about not what the story is, but how the story is told. And that's okay. and that's and, and how the story was told. It was is, is what bothers me about this movie uh, more uh, more than anything else. Like, you know, this story became about, you know, I mean. I mean, it, it, there were there were there were several arts going on at once because uh, there was a, a one particular event that happened, and uh, oh shucks, my battery battery's running. Okay, had a little technical difficulty there. I should be back on the set. All right, so um, so you have a east uh, the fire at East Durham School, right? And that is what caused. A, a, a city that was segregated to come together and you know somewhere for me that got lost because you know the the the, uh, the focus became on the villain uh cp you know and and, and you know and his journey into becoming a klu klux klan king of north carolina uh now you know has now is now gradually uh you know, accepting integration, accepting other people of color and so forth. Um, as I've mentioned before, the movie is, and, and Charlie, and, 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 and you have mentioned yourself well, uh, Bill, is, uh, is uh, I mean, Rashad is freaking, the, the movie was way too rushed. There's a lot, a lot of minor details that could have been put in the movie. Like, uh, for example, like I mentioned earlier, the kids. Um, the kids are going through this the most. And if we could have had, like, you know, some of the pictures of the kids having conversations with each other, you know, they're the ones displaced. They're the ones going to a new school. You know, um, what are the kids thinking here? You know, um, are some of them going to go to the same schools? You know, are, are you know, some separated? Are they going to all go to the same school together? You know, so, uh, you, they could have been a little scene with that. And... Uh, okay, um, phone is going crazy. <laughs> All right, so um, also uh, the Charette guy, I'd like to know more about him. You know, they had like a, a you know a phone call. They call him up. 
hey, we know this guy here. This guy, all right, we're going to bring him on, and he's going to solve all our problems here. Hey, uh, he said, hey, he has a good, uh, you know, rap sheet of, of uh, solving these type of issues. Uh, can we hear more about this guy's history? Can we have a conversation of what he's done? Um, you know, uh, you know, like when he meets uh, t uh, uh, Ann Waters and CP, you know, they, uh, you know, you know, they, they, it takes time to gain trust. I mean, it, you know, they just threw him out there and say, hey, this is the guy you trust and you should go with it. He's going to save the day. It's like, mm -hmm. all right. Um, let's see. And a lot of, uh, you know, uh, again, there was a lot of that, like the bar scene. There's a lot of scenes that were unnecessary to me, like the bar scenes. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I, I rather have seen the, the kids were thinking instead of the little bar scene they were having. You know, these guys having issues. Um, there, yeah, I did. We didn't see a lot of what the black people were going through, except when it was time for the town hall meeting. Yeah. And you know, and, and this movie felt more of you know the the redemption of the Ku Klux Ku Klux Klan King of North Carolina. You know, I hate to you know phrase it like that, but um, you know, it's just another. Uh, you know, it seemed like it was like a. It, it, yeah, and and, and there, was, there was just a, uh, even the, the some of the languages and uh, you know the the the, the dictions. Um, I love that. I love the southern twang, um, but there was just not enough intellectual dialogue. Um, I know there's a lot more of Ann Waters than that was depicted in the movie. That's why I, I kind of questioned how the movie was even written and how you know that, that's a uh, uh, her last name is At Waters. If she was Waters. She'd be she'd be my kid. Oh, At deal. <laughs> yeah thank you um uh but yeah but that's that's just about the size of it uh that's um yeah, I, yeah it was just how the story was told what really really bothered me and uh it seemed like a movie that could have been a documentary uh it could have been a better documentary and i've seen uh, somewhat of a documentary i think on youtube is very good it has some very good information i don't know mm -hmm. I, I wish they could have at least Picked off some of that and you know put their own twist to it, but uh, but yeah, see, like uh, you know, the based on how the movie was presented to me, I would have been more happier seeing a documentary of this and see everything in detail in its totality on the history and how things happen in the chain of events. Okay, all right. Well, that, that's, thank you, sir, for 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 that. Uh, let me see here. Um, so let me get my thoughts on it. Um, kind of going back to the non-spoiler review, like I said, it, it's all about Taraji to me. I think she's fantastic as a main character. You truly, truly feel what she feels. Um, also, I think the movie is very informative. Like, this whole charrette thing, I had never heard of that. I still don't know what it is, really. <laughs> but look it up and find out. But, what, what you know, I had never heard of something like that being done. And I thought it was really cool in order to find out um, about it. I thought it was really cool to see that a professor from an HBCU had such a prominent role. Like, hey, they could, like, we need to call this guy from Shaw. I mean, that's that's a big deal, you know, you know, that they could have called on anybody, but they decided to call a black guy from Shaw University and have him to bring in things. And I found out that he's a graduate of A&T, which is pretty cool. A couple of things here. I'm going to have to disagree with you guys, though. OK, um, some of the, OK, some of the white savior stuff doesn't really bother me that much. Why that stuff happened. Well, why does it? I'm tell you, okay, because that stuff happened. Like some of those, some of those things, like this situation, this particular situation, where you have a person in the Ku Klux, Ku Klux Klan, not just any random person, but the Cyclops 
of Durham, North Carolina changing his mind, that happened. And that's a story that needs to be told. You know, um, I like the idea of really kind of getting into why did they think that way? Because it's so easy to um, to pass judgment on other humans and just say, oh, they're just evil. They're just racist, whatever. And, and that's exactly what they're doing to us. You know, they just you know, those races look at us and say, oh, because you're black, you must you're this way. You're inferior. You're this, that, other. you know, and we have a lot of movies where the Ku Klux Klan just shows up and they're just the bad guys. And they're just racist and they're, and they're really one dimensional characters. So for this movie, I like the idea of kind of digging and let's find out why he, he was like that. Like at the very beginning of the movie, there's a little monologue of the actual uh, C.P. Ellis talking about why he joined the Klan. And he felt like he was finally a part of something. You know, I, I like that. You know, I want to dig into that. I don't mind that the, that the movie spent so much time digging with his side, because like I said, He's the villain. You don't you don't have to have a reason, at least in my opinion, you don't have to have a reason to side with Ann Atwater. You know she's right. You know that equality should be there. Why is this person a racist? Why does he hate uh, uh, black people? And then not only that, but why should I like him by the time I get to the end of the movie? Like you really have to, to dig. I, I do have a question though. Um, I, I wonder what was left out of the story. Like for example, it seemed like the two things that really helped to uh, convince him was the fact that um, uh, Ann Atwater helped his son. His son was, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for our viewers, his son was um, mm -hmm. um, had some type of mental uh, disability and Ann helped to get him into a, a separate room or keep him in a separate room as opposed to having another young man in the room with him because that was just freaking him out. You know, he really appreciated that. He didn't want to show that he appreciated it. But he did. He realized that she was a human being from that. And the other major uh, point was that um, there was a uh, another guy that was a part of the charrette that was in Vietnam, a, a white dude. And he had a lot of respect for him as a person that had served in Vietnam. And he was very disappointed to see that the other members of the KKK basically sh like shut down his business. And so those two things were basically, we're left to believe that those two things were the main things that uh, changed his mind um, and I don't know I, I feel like there would have been more I, I feel like it would have because he was not a good guy I mean he was mm. shooting up people's houses you yeah. know what I mean he's, so, the, king. he's the big dog of the so he's making decisions yeah. exactly. Absolutely. some of the things that KKK was doing it shouldn't have really bothered him that much so I really want to know what happened uh, I, and I say I disagree with what you were saying as far as the um, the link because it's not a documentary, you know. Is it? This story is meant to whet appetite. This story is, is is meant to say, "Here's a little bit of what happened." Now you go and and go dig for yourself. You know, there's a book. You know, you can book. I'm sure there's plenty online. You can, you know, you can look up Bill Reddick. But I think this had to be presented in a way that it could reach as many people as possible. So it had to be, it had to be digestible. You know, a little bit. Um, real quick, there's only there's only four things I didn't like about the movie. Okay, first thing, <laughs> and I know Chuck, I know both of you guys can relate to this. I have lived in the South all my life, okay, and I know what an old redneck walks like. <laughs> <laughs> you know that 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 walk that they have that's, that's yeah. ludicrous. I know what that walk looks like, and Sam Walkwell, Sam Rockwell does not have it. He tries. You can definitely tell, like more so than any other movie that I've seen. 
he actually tries to duplicate that walk. Like most of the time when you're playing the races, you just walk regular. But no, he's trying to he tried to get that strange walk that they have. But to a true southerner, I can tell he's just trying to imitate it. You know, yeah. like he doesn't know how I mean I mean uh uh Frank, do you agree with that? I mean you know they get yeah, walk. Yeah. He needed, uh, yeah, somebody on the set needed to talk to him like he needs to walk like he he just had a hip replacement or something, you know. <laughs> that's what, that's what exactly. yeah, somebody needed to give him a, a better direction on how he needed to walk because he did walk like a northern or a midwesterner or something like yeah. that. Yeah, somebody just did a gave him a wadded up piece of paper, stuck it down the back of <laughs> his pants. I'm like, all right, I need you to hold this between your butt cheeks, okay, while you're walking, okay. <laughs> <laughs> My other problem with this movie is the pacing. Uh, initially, the movie moved forward with a great pace, and there was a, a little bit of comedy mixed in that, that made it digestible. But as you get towards the end and it gets a little bit more serious, it starts to slow down um, a little bit. You know, So, you know, you kind of got to get through that. Uh, let me see here. The movie is definitely about... Okay, the movie is about both characters. It's about Ann Atwater and C.P. Ellis. And there's literally a point in the movie like... She sits down and you just see her face. And it's basically the the realization that there's nothing else that she can do. And pretty much that chapter of the movie, everything dealing with her is closed. She's done. You don't see her again until the um until you know the, the, the final part of the movie. So everything from there is basically about CP Ellis. I don't have a problem with it being about CP Ellis. But Taraji Henson was my favorite part of the movie. I hate to lose her for like about 10 or 15 minutes of the movie. I would rather have still seen that back and forth like they did earlier. And, um, you know, the last thing is just the the source material. Again, I, I, the, the white uh, favorite movies don't bother me, like I said. But I am tired of watching movies where a white person gets applauded for actually transforming into an actual human being. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that does piss me off a little bit. <laughs> I don't have a problem with, you know, white people helping. That's that's cool. I'm good with that because they did. There was a lot of white people that fought and died in the name of, of civil rights for black people that didn't have to. I don't have a problem with that. But just to say, oh, you're actually a human being now. You don't you don't want to kill black people anymore. Congratulations to you. You're you're a great guy. Like, they just kind of it kind of pisses me off oh, to keep seeing yeah. that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But this one is. I mean, it it doesn't piss me off from a narrative narrative standpoint. It just pisses me off from a real life standpoint that there are so many people that have been raised that way, and their mind has they they have to to understand. Oh my God, yeah, I, maybe I shouldn't kill people because yeah. <laughs> they're different than me. You know, <laughs> but. I really enjoy this movie. I think people should see it. Um, it's a it's an informative movie. It's great acting. Other than that, that walk. <laughs> but if you're not from the south, you probably won't even recognize the problem with the walk. So, should people see this movie? Uh, like I said on the last show, I think you should check out the movie for yourself to see you know how you feel about it. So I definitely say check out because this is about it's a good story about how people can come together from different ends of the spectrum and you know they can work together and uh, to accomplish a goal. Um and I think we definitely continue to do more of that in this world. Um being able to work together and not being so divided off of everything. So yeah for that standpoint I definitely think it's a good message to show and you definitely need to watch it and you need to know about your history anyway. So yeah definitely go and check it out. Definitely represent Durham. Durham, yeah. Bull City, baby. Even though it's not Bull City. 
say. What about you, Frank? Uh, should people see this movie? Well, I, I think you've uh, changed my view a, a little bit, uh, Rashad, in the sense that um, what I do. <laughs> for, 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 for a historical perspective, I'm sorry, what was that? I just said that's what I do. <laughs> He's tooting his own horn a little bit. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the technical difficulties. I can't get nobody else to for me. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, but yeah, from a historical perspective, um, yes, you know, if, if you want to get a little bit of what's going uh, you know, of what happened, you know, um, and then, you know, you want to go doing your research later. Yeah. This movie will definitely captivate you to do that. Um, I, uh, it just happened to me, you, uh, that, um, you guys encouraged me to go see the movie. So I said, well, let me do a little bit of research while I'm at work before I go see the movie. Typically I don't do that. But I think from this point forward, I'm going to do that. Or at least after I see the movie, I'm going to at least, you know, dig up and do some research and expound some more because it was a, uh, that, that was a very interesting story that I had no idea about. I've been taught a, a lot of history about Durham. Durham, North Carolina has a rich uh, civil rights and uh, black history uh, in that particular town in this state of North Carolina that we're in. Um, and uh, I didn't know about that story. So. Uh, I'm glad you guys uh, put me on uh, to this. I saw the trailers and everything, but I wasn't really compelled to go see it. Um, but I, I would encourage people to see it for as, definitely for educational value. It definitely, it definitely will. Uh, we definitely will come out there uh, uh, with a with a great information and a piece of history that everyone should know about. Yeah. All right. Sounds good, Frank. We appreciate you you being with us for these two shows here. Uh, for those who, if this is your first time watching, uh, Frank is not uh, normally with us. He's a, he's our guest here. Kind of put him on the spot, <laughs> made him redecorate his house, charge his phone, and pay for movie tickets. It's we're a real, real bad group. <laughs> but, uh, we really appreciate him uh, making all these sacrifices to be with us. And um, we, you can look for Frank uh, coming up pretty soon when we're going to do a live and in-person review of Avengers Endgame. So you'll be able to see the man in his greatness. Don't just come for us. Come for Frank Kuna. Big Kuna. <laughs> of course, if you like what we did, make sure to give us a like. Leave your comments. What did you think about this movie? What did you think about our feelings about the movie? And as usual, you've got to subscribe to now. There you go. This is color commentary where we give you views from a stop being racist side. Please. Peace. And it's gotta be